0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.
1: You're telling me that two days before the State of the Union in which an embattled president who's got a historically low approval rating, I think it's down to what, 36, 37% at this point, is going to stand up and try as best he can, first of all, to get through a sentence. Second of all, to make it sound like things are not as crappy as everybody knows them to be. And so we we can't couple that with more face masks, and you know, and and keep that going. So instead, we're going to put this sheen on it, like everything is okay now, just magically in time for the State of the Union. That just happens to be the time that we can lift our face mask mandates and all breathe the fresh air.
0: We need to reset the stage here. We need to make sure that the country, the people, understand that this um, pandemic is now going to be addressed with science, with trust, with transparency, with communication of exactly where we are to the American people. could we have improved? Um, Well, you know, I think, I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came, that it was 95% effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be hopeful. So many of us
2: wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out, right? Now we're done. Um, so I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um,
3: for some good things that came our way. You just lost your own game. You're outgunned and
4: outmanned. Did that go the way you thought it was gonna go? Nope.
3: My fellow geraniums, the president
5: minister of Canada, Jussie Trombone has been killed by trucks.
3: He'll be sorely missed. Not only was he the first Black guy Pez Minister, he was a great American and also, also a, a great Muslim guy. Our farts and prayers go out to the fa- not not, not our, our farts. Look, look, there's these trucks. They transform. First, I sent Pr- Vice Principus Canola Hair up to the planet of the truck people to open a dialogue with Optimus Prime. Second. I've asked Congress to increase my dosage of talkie pills. And finally, I've
5: approved emergency funding to distribute free crack pipes to every man, woman, and transgender.
3: To help us stay alert, for when the truck people They got maple syrup for blood, man. Hey, uh,
6: not sure if you knew, but the, the indoor mask mandate is actually over today. Seriously? Yeah. March 7th. You're right. Oh my God. Wow. That was so fast. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you that two years for two weeks to stop the spread just flew by. It flew by. I got to say, this is a relief. You know, it is just, it's about time. You know, we've done our part and it's time to just get back to normal. You know, I mean, it's time to live life. And just, you know, get back to it. Yeah, it's gonna feel good. So, ah, ah, uh, you okay? What's that? What is that? Oh, it's, it's called fresh air. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's better.
3: This is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, our 154th episode. That's one a week, and we're just kind of moving forward week by week, just seeing how it goes. We once did live radio, then we stopped and we started doing this podcast, and then we went back to live radio, and we are doing both. So however you're listening to us, wherever, whenever, at what time, it's fine. It's night for me. I always end up with good intentions, but I end up late at night. It's probably better because here in Northern California, in this little town I am and living in in Yuba County, uh, it gets a little quiet at night, and there's less trafficy sounds outside, so less interruptions. So thank you for listening. However you got to us, you may have come from your podcast source, or you may have stumbled across our website, nohostagesradio.com. Uh, that's that's posted on the bottom of articles I write, so we have all the episodes over there at nohostagesradio.com, or uh, you're welcome to just grab, a, you know, off your podcast site, maybe somebody mentioned this uh, this broadcast to you and you tried it so uh, we're going to be here for six 20-minute segments and then I have it broken up with a few minutes of uh, clips that I think you'll enjoy that are entertaining and uh, provocative so we try to keep things brief and amazing I try not to be redundant or I don't uh, play something and then restate it I just move on and so I hope you enjoy that We do the live show. Uh, This show pops up every Saturday morning fresh, and then we do a live show on Saturday morning from uh, 10 o'clock in the morning till 1 in the afternoon on KMYC. That's here in Marysville, California. It doesn't reach out too far yet. The station got burned down by an arsonist, so they're kind of putting the whole technology back together. They built a new studio. They're kind of redoing the towers. Maybe eventually we'll get up to reaching more of Northern California. Uh, so, but if you want to listen from wherever you are on the live show, you can go to a live streaming website called live L I V E and the number three, six, five live 365com Click on radio, put in K M Y C, and you can listen to the live show. Uh, and again, if you're in another time zone, uh, pay attention to, uh, we're on the left coast time zone. Um, uh, Okay, what other, I uh, see, we also uh, post this recording, of course it'll be on the uh, the website as well as over at Live with Lou Facebook page, it'll be on there uh, within the next few days or so. Also you can reach me two different ways, you can email me at lou, l-o-u, at nohostagesradio.com But if you don't want to go through that cumbersome thing of firing up a computer and all that kind of stuff or going through email, a lot of you like to use other uh, platforms, you can text me on my phone at 530-713-1838. If you want to talk to me, that's fine. Uh, 530-713-1838. Okay. So I wanted to mention a few things uh, right away. Um, Let's see. We have a—the uh, the fundraiser I've mentioned a couple times for the Yuba County Republican Central Committee is sold out. Uh, and it's on the 26th of this month, but you can—it's it's an auction dinner, et cetera, et cetera. But you could send a donation to them if you want to support their cause. It's a new and improved Central Committee. All the old dogs are gone, and some activists have taken over. They were voted in. Uh, proper and so if you want to donate to that uh, operation you could just send it to the yuba county republican central committee and send it to box 784 marysville california 95901 again that's box 784 marysville california 95901 they'll probably accept auction donations if you have something like you you would like to auction off Their number is 530-777-5021. If you want to auction something off or do something, give something, uh, anything I'm sure will be appreciated. They're just trying to uh, take the country back to the way the founders liked it the way the founders had a vision for it and to put people in office that really are conservative people and actually don't just talk about it and have it up in their brain but actually live it out act it out even when they feel like they're swimming upstream and getting lots and lots of flack so again i want to mention uh, uh the apple bistro who are uh, it's a restaurant on highway 50 in placer county it's uh I'm sorry, in El Dorado County, just out of Placerville. And they are fighting for their life, and they could use your help. So that if you want to go eat there, take cash. Uh, the county has shut down their credit card access. Uh, you can take cash and go up to 2740 Highway 50, Placerville, California. They may take a check as well, 2740 Highway 50. They're open every day from 5 to 5, and... Uh, They got a beautiful view. You can eat outside and overlook the Sierra Nevada. It's beautiful up there. Let's support a lady named Jeanette Waldo, W-A-L-D-O-W. She's fighting in court uh, over the fact that she wanted to stay open during the COVID shutdown, the communist or Nazi shutdown that the supervisors afflicted their county with. She was among just a few businesses that stayed open. Most of them have caved in and compromised. She has not. Hopefully she can sue the county and uh, take millions of dollars from these people in El Dorado County uh, from, for violating her constitutional rights. So they've taken away all her permits. They've, they've done everything, but if they could have shut her water off or PG&E, they would have done it. Uh, they're gnarly up there. So let's support her. That may not be your your uh, cup of tea up there, but let's support her because she's standing for liberty and she's a patriot, okay? Other The other thing that uh, I mentioned last week, Kevin Kiley is uh, one of the— I'm in Yuba County, and normally Yuba and Sutter County are represented in Congress by uh, John Garamendi, who's been in there since I think he was in diapers, and uh, he's almost 100 years old now, I think— Anyway, uh, all the uh, because California has been losing population consistently over the last few years and uh, the census is taken every 10 years. And when the census is taken, they increase or decrease or leave the same number of Congress uh, members, depending on the numbers of people in your in your state. So uh, we decreased quite a bit. So they reduced a Congress representative from the state of California. That meant they had to realign. The congressional districts and so the district uh and sutter is no longer in uh, john garamendi's district and everybody shouted hallelujah and he's going to be in a more liberal district and uh yuba county is going to be going with the uh third district the reconstructed third district which is an open seat as they call it and so uh, kevin kiley everybody's got totally confused. If you hear people talking, Oh, Kevin Kylie's running against Tamika Hamilton. People are just talking trash out their ear. They don't know what they're talking about. They haven't done their research. Kevin Kiley has an open seat and there are people that are filing. Uh, now they have a few more days to file uh, or maybe one more day to file. But the bottom line is Kevin Kylie's running. And the nice thing is about Kevin Kiley. He's been the, the leading activist in the, in the, uh, assembly of the state of california and it is a, and about two-thirds of the uh people in the the new third district actually is, are being represented by kevin Kylie right now and um and it's his it's his he didn't just move over there at some point in his life he was raised up there and went to high school up there and then went away to college and did that that whole thing so uh you out there in yuba county um i don't know whether nevada county's in on it you'll have to just Check yourself. I know Placer County is. I don't know about El Dorado County, but check your county and to make sure who's running in your county. But I know Yuba is. Sutter is going, uh, and I, I'm assuming Butte because it's north of us is going to be in Doug Lamalfa's district. Uh, Doug, uh, we don't think highly of. He's kind of a wallflower, and um, he's done some dastardly things to other Republicans down here, and. Uh, he's not, he's not, uh, but uh, I would vote for him in place of people that are far more liberal. I am not opposed to voting for a person in the Democrat party, by the way, or any other party, if I think they stand for what I believe in. So it's interesting to me, people it, it, uh, will, will say, oh, I'm not going to vote for Kevin because I want to leave him in the assembly here. It, it's amazing to me of how micromanaging voters get instead of celebrating the fact that he's an activist. In fact he it said uh he said it says here in this uh I guess he was just endorsed by the California Republican group and which I'm not thrilled about. I think he could win without them. But it says first elected to the assembly in 2016, Kevin is the author of groundbreaking new laws on freedom of speech, artificial intelligence. Privacy, criminal justice reform, and protections for sexual assault victims, along with passing the most significant school choice legislation in recent years. He was named National National Legislator of the Year by the Association of Independent Workers for his work defending economic freedom. Kylie earned his bachelor's. Anyway, he, he's highly educated. I don't want to get into all that. He's got a lot of degrees, got all that kind of stuff. So, um So the other thing that's significant is he threw down uh, against the the governor of the state and has continued to do that through the entire COVID thing while most Republicans hid out in their closet, most Republican uh, uh, assemblymen and senators. So if you uh, can—I've already sent him some money. Uh, His website is electkevinkiley.com, electkevinkiley.com. You can give—I gave on the website— Let's see, did they do that? No, I think I sent him a check. I, he sent me uh like, since I live in Yuba County, he had my email already, and uh, I sent him a check. But you can give right online, very easy, electkevinkiley.com. People don't get elected because a lot of times people think, oh, I hope he gets elected, but they won't support him. People don't get elected when they don't have any money. He's going to le- need a lot of money, and it's time that we get a good, strong candidate, Uh in this spot and represent us. And, and we'll, then for all you people that want to be control freaks and control his life by not voting for him, which is to me very underhanded. I tell you, it'd only take one time for me to do what Kevin Kiley did the last few years uh, and not get supported like he wasn't supported in the governor's race uh, up here like he should have for me to just quit and go uh, smoke weed on the shores of Vietnam and hang out. Uh I wouldn't put up with people being so fickle. So uh, I just want to remind you that we we are under assault uh, in the United States of America. The government has failed us. The corporations uh, are willing are willing to murder us for profit. Doctors, hospitals, and me- the medical system have betrayed the very patients that they claimed. They love and care about, including people like the Adventist Healthcare, which which claims to be Seventh-day Adventist, which claims to be they got, they're got they spreading the love of Jesus on their vans by killing people and jabbing them and stick sticking sticks up their nose with ethylene oxide in them and putting them on rendisivir and putting them on ventilators and killing them. Big tech platforms have absolutely—we we thought, oh, yeah, remember we used to debate censorship and all that, and then all of a sudden, if you had anything— if you question anything the government was doing, like, do masks really work? Or, really, you got to stay in your house? And, well, you mean you got to stand on the X, and COVID knows not to touch you if you stand on the X on the floor? And, uh, oh, you can't go to church anymore? You can't, oh, you could go to church now, but then you can't sing? And so if you question any of these things, uh, the big tech, the media, Facebook, all the, you know, all the uh, platforms— would silence you and uh, block you from posting anything. Only the articles that represented the farce, the COVID uh, fraud, the farce, the fraud, the con job. Uh, only those articles would would. Uh, and I'm going to talk about why in a minute. Why they did all that. It wasn't because of intelligence. It was because of cash, cashola baby. All we, you know, the oldest trick, the oldest uh, trade they say in the world is uh, prostitution. I don't know whether that's exactly correct. But it sounds good. Uh, but you know, women taking uh, or men taking money to have sex. And uh, so now we we realize that it's actually uh, that kind of behavior is spread right through uh, all of life that people will will do tricks for money. And so big media was complicit in the pandemic and the vaccine bio war. Do you know how much money that the federal government? actually, there was a, a voted appropriation? to promote the vaccines at a at billion dollars. And they gave it to even people like some of you uh, conservatives, like like Newsmax took money. And a lot of, there, there were some, in fact, there were some news makers or the news, what do they call them, uh, journalists or broadcasters on Newsmax that quit or got fired because they wouldn't shut up. Because the, to, to take that billion dollars on these news stations, all the big, alphabet soup stations, including Fox news. They had to make sure that they spoke positively about the vaccine. That was a condition of taking the money, right? The institution of science has deceived the people and proved it is hopelessly corrupt and an evil institution. Scientists are, uh, they're saying lies to get money for grants. They're telling lies. And, uh, so they've all waged a war against truth and humanity, and all of us that were raised, like I was, uh, to to know and believe the government was honest and, and the—you uh, know, there was always some corrupt people somewhere, but you believe, like, gosh, the FBI, solid to the core, right? You know, maybe even the CIA— uh, the Department of Justice really solid to the core, right? I mean, just honest, right? True blue, right? They got our backs if our local people fail, right? Those people are all completely corrupt, all corrupt. Are there some truth speakers in there? Yeah, sure there are. But but the tipping point has, has occurred, and we got corrupt people all over the place. So uh, that's what we're facing here today. I uh, just try to try to like say oh are you sure the mask works are you sure that we got to mask up all our kids oh you mean uh we got to shut down every school right what Qu- you question anything shutting the schools shutting businesses do this do that you're mocked right you're you're attacked you're mocked people scream at you cuss at you do all kinds of stupid stuff it's interesting uh With the new gas crisis, you know, the gas thing, everybody knows about that, right? Somebody wrote, if everyone just didn't drive for two weeks, could we flatten the curve? Oh, do you remember flattening the curve? Do you remember flattening the curve on COVID? We're we're like two years into this thing now, or more more than two years, and and they said, two weeks, we got this. You know, just make all these sacrifices. Just lie after lie after lie. The vaccine's going to stop COVID, didn't, actually gives you COVID. People dying in, in, in the hospital after they took the vaccine. In fact, the vaccine has killed people, some people instantly, paralyzed people. Caused people to have a bad heart, myocarditis. They got a number of itises, that, uh, inflammations of the heart issue. Uh, they, they still are advertising. In fact, I saw a billboard I talk about here in a minute. It says safe, free, effective COVID-19 vaccines and confidential testing are available to you regardless of immigration or insurance status stay healthy protect others and help slow the spread isn't that the mantra all along slow the spread you know even if you don't want to wear a mask for yourself you should wear it for others it, it never makes any sense you ever does does now the whole fiasco about making kids get vaccinated to go to school sound stupid like in other words if you hold out and you didn't vaccinate your kids and maybe they're in the 2% minority, somehow you're going to infect all the other kids when if they really were vaccinated, it shouldn't matter who isn't vaccinated to the vaccinated kids because they should be safe as can be, correct or no correct. Certainly not with not with COVID. But it's all just a bunch of big f- malarkey. Every year we got a new, new named uh, plague that, the pharmaceutical company foists upon us so they can sell us a bunch of crap in 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 the form of injections, just so they can just like any any the, you know ever, you ever wonder why the new the car dealers make a new model every year, it's because it's new. That's exactly what they do in the pharmaceutical business with the vaccines. They make something new every year, and they want to inject babies. You know, when I was a kid, maybe you got a couple of vaccines. That's it. Now, we, somebody said they had 60, 70, 80 vaccines now. It's crazy. It's crazy what they're doing. Somebody, There's a book called The Founders I'm going to get me a copy of. Some people said they wept when they read it. It's it, it so shockingly, uh, the reflection of how bad things are today, when you look at the truth of The Founders, uh, it caused people, they said, my, my heart literally ached. And uh, I'm going to come back. We, we've just got a few seconds left. I'm going to come back out of the break and just read you a couple, just a couple little quotes from our founders to get your attention. Thanks for listening. And and we got uh, five more segments to go. We'll be right back.
5: President of Life Issues
0: Institute. The depravity of those promoting abortion never ceases to amaze me. A published article recently encouraged pregnant women to have a heart-to-heart conversation with their babies before aborting them. It's important, they say, that the unborn child knows her mother loves her. Perhaps the mother's intent to kill her baby by abortion was a tip-off that she isn't loved. Mother first asks the baby to leave by miscarriage, and if not, she aborts her anyway. Some mothers ask for the baby's consent to the abortion. Mom and baby communicate telepathically nearly every time the baby supposedly says yes you can abort me Satan is the father of lies and this whole process is built on lies a link to the article is posted at lifeissues.org just click on the microphone icon
6: like us on Facebook at life issues and stay informed more informed than you've ever been It actually makes me feel proud it uplifts my spirit it reminds me of my cultural background and my heritage, and where I come from.
4: It's never been an issue for for myself or anyone in my family. Why? Why do they want
2: to change the name? It's not a big deal. But Redskins, it's it's a powerful name. It's, it's a
0: warrior name. To break it down into something it's not, the intent has never been, never been, to degrade people. Because it represents a strong, majestic warrior,
3: feel proud about that they are associated with a team that's a professional team at the highest level of football.
2: In the emblem, it shows
7: a strong warrior. And um, our ancestors have always taught us to um, be strong and be proud of who you are.
4: I
6: feel proud to be a Redskin.
4: The Redskin's name, it's always been a term um, that we felt it was a, a unifying term.
5: And we do call ourselves skins, too, which is uh, derived from red skins.
3: I feel like it's too insignificant when there's bigger topics to talk about in Indian country.
1: Our issues that we're
5: more concerned about, health care, crime on a reservation. Alcohol, drugs,
1: uh, just... Lack of uh, employment.
8: We have like four or five families living in one
1: house. They've never asked Native Americans. I mean, it's all—it's somebody else who knows nothing about us trying to speak for us, and it's, it's kind of an insult.
8: To me and my kids, we don't think of as derogatory or anything.
2: It don't bother me in any way. It's not an issue with us.
0: If we can help in any other way, it would be greatly appreciated. But the mascot issue isn't an issue for us, not for Native Americans.
2: Because the world is crazy right now. What is gas? $600 a damn gallon right now? All I'm saying, I don't care how much money you got, gas is entirely too high. That's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. You just at the pump. Just, girl, did I eat today? I can't get no half a tank. I got six cigarettes. I can't even do it, up the whole gas station experience used to be if you had 10 15 dollars you could go to the gas station with confidence because you knew you was either gonna be full or damn near full if you had a 20 you ain't even talk to the person at the counter you just 20 on (laughs) the (laughs) left they done messed up the whole gas station experience Used to be, if you put $15 in your tank, you had time to bond with your vehicle. You had time to put the nozzle in and set the clicker and look through your car and clean off the dashboard and look through your CDs and run in the store and get some Pringles and a Snapper and it'll still be pumping. Now if you put $15 in, you can't even turn around good for that bitch click. gas in that car.
3: so uh it says in the founders we believe that human happiness and moral duty are inseparably connected boy we're just talking to uh the uh manager of the one of the largest corporations in yuba county yuba and sutter county's area and uh i was talking to him about his poor service and uh and we were and he was reflecting on how it's hard to find good employees and uh instead of like attacking me or uh resisting my comp comments about his business he uh he agreed with me and um but it says we believe that human happiness and moral duty are inseparably connected you wonder about people that are bored or are miserable just because they don't have any work ethic their their lives they're i mean our supervisors are liars supervisor liars and stealing from us left and right it's unbelievable It says we're inseparably connected that your love of Liberty, your respect for the laws, your habits of an industry. That means your hard work ethic, your practice of the moral and religious obligations. These are our strongest claims to national and individual happiness. You wonder why America is one of the most drug addicted countries on earth because they've lost their national and individual happiness. They've lost their moral and religious obligations. They've, they've, uh, Ignored them. They've abandoned them. George Washington said, we believe that a free man contending for liberty on his own ground is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. Let me say it again. We believe that a free man or free woman contending for liberty on his own ground is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. James Wilson said that a man is capable of, of managing his own affairs and answerable for his contra- conduct towards others. A man should be capable of managing his own affairs. Not be sucking on the tits of government. And he should be answerable for the conduct, his conduct toward others. What do we do now? We hire a defense attorney and lie our way through the system. John Locke said that the most precious of all possessions is power over ourselves. We have power over ourselves. A slave does not have power over himself. Now we have people that are managing us. The Sutter County supervisors just hired five more people for the health department. They call them investigators. Did you know that in San Diego County they raided a nursery? Not a plant nursery, a child nursery with children as young, just over one year old. They rated it because they were not wearing masks because the attorney owner was out front saying we don't believe in masks here and we don't think they do any good and we're not going to wear them. And they rated them twice and they took the children and interviewed these children down as young as one and a half, interviewed them about their experience at the nursery state investigators that's exactly what the Sutter County supervisors just hired these Nazi stormtroopers to run around and be investigators over us somebody's going to get shot out there i'll tell you what if they do this somebody is going to lose it and shoot somebody i i'll, I'll bet my i'll bet my retirement on it somebody's going to end up getting hurt because they're going to send these people into people's just like they did in San Diego the judge ruled in favor of this guy that got jerked around, and he's liable to sue the, the, the government, and I hope he does. I hope he sues them and just takes all their money. I'm sick of them. That's what we're talking about is John Locke says that the most precious of our possessions is power over ourselves. Government, get out of our lives. And so uh, that's why I want to read this document, this book, that's now available on all your outlets, I know it's available on Amazon. I hate to buy anything from Amazon. I'm going to find an alternative source than Amazon because he's a part of the Nazis. John Jay says, we believe that the people are truly the sovereign. Listen to this, people. You people are so confused. I, I'm amazed. I've lost total confidence in the pastors of our area. They're, they don't have any idea. They are. They, it's the blind leading the blind. They are pastoring people into this supernatural ditch. John Jay says, we believe that the people are truly the sovereigns of this country, but they are sovereigns without subjects, with none to govern but themselves. In other words, they don't have slaves. They're not, they're not like a sovereign, sovereign lord who has all these people under them. They said they're sovereigns without subjects, with none to govern but themselves. They need to govern themselves. They need to, we need each to govern ourselves, that the citizens of America are equal as fellow citizens and as joint tenants in their sovereignty. Whoa, I'm buying that book. It's called, I think it's called The Founders. Maybe I'll look it up in a minute and give you the exact title. I think it's called The Founders. But it's quotes and stories from, that to try to kindle or rekindle the understanding of what this nation's all about, which we've sorely lost, and we're just simply surrendering because of our Addiction to comfort. We don't want to like risk any loss, any loss of comfort. We don't want to f- risk any embarrassment or any u- uncomfortableness. I had to call this corporation, did I'm not going to talk about him because he was a nice guy and trying to do the right thing. I got tired of their service, and I just said, "Dude, I ain't paying you anymore unless you provide proper service. You want to put a lien on my house, baby? Because you got a monopoly. Throw down, lean on my house." It's all right. I'm not going to pay you if you're not going to do your damn job. And he said, Lou, I'm with you. He said, the employees, we can't hardly find good employees. They're union. They get paid very well. And he said, I'm going to try to find what's going on over there. So uh, anyway, it was, I don't like all this whole day today. This is Thursday, uh, the, uh, the 10th. And my whole day, I know the devil is alive and well. And on my case, when everything I'm doing is getting challenged, and I'm telling you, I'm involved in a lot of stuff. And in every area right now, all hell's breaking loose. And I know uh, uh, the devil is, is trying to jerk me around. And I get it. I know what's up. And But I still get frustrated. And and this guy was a part of it, not him personally, he's a nice guy, but his company is not performing very well, and I'm sure he's concerned about it as well. He seemed like a really good guy. I want to talk about the oil. Uh, a lot of people are confused about oil. A lot of people just don't know much about anything in our country anymore. They're ignorant about most things. Our school system has done a tremendous job at dumbing down the population. So it says about it. six months ago there was a news program on oil, and uh, one of the Forbes family uh, was the guest and the host said to the the guy, I'm going to ask you a direct question. I would like a direct answer. How much oil does the U.S. Uh, have in the ground? Forbes did not miss a beat. He said, we have more oil that than all the Middle East put together. The U.S. Geological Service issued a report in April of 2008 that the only scientist that only scientists and oil men knew uh, was coming but, but it was a huge announcement. It was a revised report up from 1995 on how much oil uh, was in the area of the western two-thirds of North Dakota. You probably heard about this when I used to be on the radio. Uh, when I first started on the radio, we were talking about this all the time. There was an, like a gold rush in North Dakota, but it was an oil rush. So it was in two-thirds of North Dakota, western South Dakota, and extreme eastern uh, Montana. So it was called the Bakken Shelf, I think, but they just refer to it in short as the Bakken, B-A-K-K-E-N. It's the largest. See, the only reason we have an energy crisis in this country, it's totally self-inflicted. We have more energy than any country in the world, and we're leaving it in the ground. The liberals will not. When you vote liberal, you're voting to impoverish the entire nation listen to this the Bakken shelf is the largest domestic oil discovery since Alaska's Prudhoe Bay and has the potential to eliminate all American dependence on all foreign oil the energy information administration the EIA estimates it is at 503 billion barrels in the ground still Even if just 10% of oil is recoverable, 5 billion barrels, that would be at $107 a barrel. We're looking at a resource base worth more than $5.3 trillion. When I first briefed legislators on this, the guy said, uh, you could practically see their jaws hit the floor. They had no idea, says Terry Johnson, the Montana legislator's financial analyzer, analyst. This sizable find is now the highest producing offshore oil field found in the past 56 years. It's a formation known as the Williston Basin. There's a, there's Williston, I think North Dakota, Williston Basin, but is more commonly referred to as Bakken. It stretches. I already told you what stretches. So anyway, I want to tell you something. This is amazing. Because this oil is light a, what they call sweet oil, those billions of barrels will cost Americans just $16 per barrel. One six, not 116. That's enough crude to fully fuel the American economy for, for 2041 years straight, another 2041 years. And if that didn't throw you on the floor, then the next one should, because it's, uh, I'm going to leave that out. It's not relevant. U S oil discovery. That's the largest, reserve in the world Stansbury Report online that this is it's a oil reporting service and it talks about hidden 1,000 feet beneath the surface of the Rocky Mountains it's another spot lies the largest untapped oil reserve in the world. It's more than two trillion barrels on August 8 2005 Bush President Bush mandated its extraction. I'm just going to skip through this. I'm just trying to give you an idea that the only reason we're in trouble in this country with energy is the Democrats are blocking the use of our energy that we have here. God given here are the official estimates on oil in the world. Okay. You ready? You can compare these eight times. We have eight times as much oil as Saudi Arabia, 18 times as much oil as Iraq, 21 times as much oil as Kuwait, 22 times as much oil as Iran 500 times as much oil as Yemen. And, uh, and it's in the Western United States. Isn't that amazing? So, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to, uh, spend a lot more time on that, but, uh, let's see. Okay. 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 I have, uh, let me see let me just read this little thing about doubters it says for the doubters it's interesting to me how many of you bought into the covid thing and then you finally many of you saw the light and realized that you were being lied to now i want you to hold this thought the very people that are that are attacking russia and putin are the very same people that were paid to propagandize us about COVID, that it was gonna kill us, it was gonna kill millions of Americans, uh, and we needed to wash our hands repeatedly all day on it. Just nonsense, okay? So this guy writes I have some questions, perhaps mainly for the doubters who follow me. For those of you who initially fell for the Russian collusion theory, remember that with Trump, and also initially believed the plague was naturally occurring and also believe that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin were dangerous, and also believe that Epstein Island was a conspiracy theory. The present med- media narrative of the day is yet one more opportunity for you to show you can break free from mass media programming. Can you break out from the spell? It is media witchcraft, biblically known as the false prophet. We are full circle back to Russia, 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 who was... Right about these matters I just mentioned? Who was wrong? Who showed fake reports, twisted facts, and otherwise fully steered you in the wrong direction? Two weeks to flatten the curve. Do you remember that? Why did that way of measuring disappear? Did the Senate just vote that the COVID emergency is just magically over because something really changed? Did the science change or did the politics change? If the face diapers worked, why were needle pokes then needed as well? If one poke worked, why was another needed? And then another. And then another needed. Have you made any attempt to actually find the data on all who and all to do with this? There are tons of it out there, so why not check it out? Did you see a just-released thorough a United Kingdom report that showed 90%, 90% of the deaths were fully vaccinated or shot or needled or jabbed. Why, what does this all imply? Moving on, do you really know anything about the geopolitical history of the Ukraine? Have you suddenly become an expert on Ukraine based on anecdotal, anecdotal TikToks or equivalent that you really don't know? Who put together? What if Ukraine were a hostage nation and what is being called invasion is actually a rescue operation of the right people in Ukraine? Do innocents die sometimes when hostages get set free? Why do we have at least 11 secret bio labs in Ukraine? In fact, I've seen even more now. In fact, I just saw a a, 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 um, a talk and a post by the country of China that we have, we, the United States has 336 bio labs in 30 countries. You think, Oh, I thought we just had one in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and we helped on one in Wuhan, China. <laughs> it just, it's just stuff we don't know. Instead of just rejecting it and believing the company lie from Biden, he goes on to say, do innocents die? Well, y'all already said that. So, uh, why did we have at least 11 secret biolabs in Ukraine? How about Hunter Biden? When was the last time you found us siding with Soros? Did you know Soros is siding with the U.S. right now? When, when's the last time you saw that? The guy writes, wake up. How about waking up? All right, let me just go down here. I, I had a good deal to tie in with the energy thing, and I'm going to see if I can find it. Okay. this I may have to run this over. It's called The Night Watchman and the Department of Energy. Once upon a time, the government had a vast scrapyard out in the middle of the desert. Congress said someone may steal from it at night. So they created a night watchman position and hired a person for the job. Then Congress said, how does the watchman do his job without instruction? So they created a planning department and hired two people, one person to write the instructions and one person to do time studies. Then Congress said, how will we know the night watchman is doing the task correctly? So they created a quality control department and hired two people. One was to do the studies and one was to write the reports. Then Congress said, how are these people going to get paid? So they created two positions, a timekeeper and a payroll officer, then hired two people. Then Congress said, who will be accountable for all these people? So they created an administrative section and hired three people, an administrative officer, an assistant administrative officer, and a legal secretary. Then Congress said... We have had this command in operation for one year, and we are nine hundred eighteen thousand dollars over budget. We must cut back, so they laid off the night watchman. Now, think think about that. Quietly, the gentleman says, "We go to we go like sheep to the slaughter." Does anybody remember the reason given for the establishment of the Department of Energy during the Jimmy Carter administration? I do. Anybody, anything, anyone, no, you didn't, don't know? The guy writes, we've spent hundreds of billions of dollars in support of the Department of Energy, the reason for which very few people can remember. It was very simple. This was the reason they created the Department of Energy at the time. Everybody thought it was totally right. The idea was the Department of Energy was created under Jimmy Carter's administration in August 4, 1977, to lessen our dependence on foreign oil. And it wasn't until a Republican president, Donald Trump, actually made that happen. I'm going to read you about this story right here, and it should just make you sick to your stomach. It's now 2022, 45 years later, and the budget for this necessary, in quotes, department. We went from zero. We didn't have a Department of Energy in 1977. Today, that same group, they don't produce any energy. That same agency gets $242 billion a year budget. It has 16,000 federal employees and approximately 100,000 contract employees. And what has it done? 34 years ago, 30% of our oil consumption was foreign imports. Today, 70% of our oil consumption is foreign imports. Now, we have turned over the banking industry, the healthcare industry, and the auto industry to the same government. What can possibly go wrong? Anybody home out there? Signed, The Night Watchman. We'll be right back for our third of six segments.
7: Creative Light Theater presents the original musical drama, Darkest Before Dawn. The disciples of Jesus struggle to comprehend what is happening to their beloved master. Just when the crowds were acknowledging him with a parade of adulation, throwing palm branches, calling him their Messiah, everything changes. Betrayal and mob conspiracy lead to Jesus being taken into custody and charged with crimes he didn't commit, and then led away to his death. From the Last Supper at Passover, celebrating, laughing with Jesus, to the hill of Golgotha, watching him die, the disciples mourn their unspeakable loss and question everything they've learned over the last three years. Then the promise is fulfilled. Jesus returns from the grave after three days, Darkest Before Dawn is showing Sunday, April 17th through 20th at 7 p.m. nightly at the Embassy Theater at Glad Tidings. Admission is free.
5: Gavin Newsom has done the minimum on masks. So what's next? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. It's good for school children and small children and adults who work for companies and school districts that will drop their unscientific, useless, harmful, dehumanizing mask mandate. But it's bad because Newsom is still masking certain types of businesses and permitting local governments to continue to mask you. So please, show your God-given face and smile whenever you shop. Ask owners and managers to go with the science and stop needlessly masking employees. Call and email your local school board, city council, and county supervisors to demand they terminate their local state of emergency and end all their COVID mandates now. SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California.
1: businesses that were ruined and lost, the families that were devastated and lost everything, the landlords that were bankrupted, all of that doesn't just suddenly go away because the left and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden have decided that it's politically expedient for COVID to just suddenly vanish. That it's optically better for people to have this nice, shiny, happy summer so that we're all of a sudden just gonna forget what was done to us over the last two years when we weren't allowed to question the science and the data that was being rammed down our throats, that suddenly now doesn't matter, and everything that we were saying for the past two years turns out to be true. All of a sudden, all of this is just supposed to magically go away, and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden will take their masks off, and they'll hang out in Congress, and all of the rest of us are just supposed to forget. I am not going to forget by November that this farce was foisted upon us, and we were not allowed to say jack all about it for two years.
4: Yield to Ms. Nomani for that.
1: Thank you so much, Representative Johnson. I just think
8: that it is unconscionable, but completely predictable, what we have just witnessed today. Because while there has been serious conversation about the need to address issues of discrimination, surveillance, and um, other issues of privacy and constitutionality, not one person from the Democratic side has taken seriously the very real discrimination that is happening now in the name of critical race theory. But instead, I was ridiculed. And then when I dared to try to take a video of this, I was intimidated, just like parents face in school boards and school districts all across the country. And do you know what? A federal judge has validated what we have said to our school board for two years. We have been ignored. And the one thing that I think every democratic lawmaker should recognize as a word of advice is that the parents spoke up in Virginia and they elected Governor Glenn Youngkin. The parents spoke up in San Francisco, and they recalled three school board members. And who was one of those school board members? She was this woman who dared to use the N-word about Asians, calling us the house N-word. And she has now lost her job. There is a very real discrimination with the privilege matrix, the oppression matrix that is targeting Brown and black parents and children. And then also, we must care about all children. This is a very real book. Not my idea, and it's certainly not my idea. It says, whiteness is a bad deal. And then, a contract with the devil. No child in America should ever feel shame. No child should ever feel discrimination. And it is unconscionable that we do not recognize that we cannot replace one hierarchy of human value with another hierarchy of human value. We must protect the integrity of humanity.
4: That is so well said and you know I'll just close with this and I'll yield back but we used to all agree upon Dr. King's admonition that we be judged by the content of our character not the color of our skin and this has now gone full circle the other way people are being discriminated against because of what they look like. And I thought that's what we were all against, but CRT is doing this. It is insidious and they're putting it in the curriculum and however well-intended some people may think that it was at its origin, Madam Chair, it has turned into a weapon that is being used against children and that is detestable. We will stand against it at every turn.
3: Used to be when I did this show I'd forget to turn on the the record and then I'd talk for about six minutes. I'd notice the red zone not filling up with red and I'd say, Oh now what did I cover and I have to do it all over again. The confessions of an amateur. I have some friends here in town that don't like the fish and game people. And uh, so I'm going to read you a story about them. Uh, Said the story of the state of Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. They don't call it fish and game anymore. That's from my old years. That state sent a letter to a home landowner asking for permission to access a creek on his property to document the decline in a certain species of unheard of frogs. The property owner's response uh, is made in a a letter following this letter from the Department of Fish and Game. Dear Landowner, WDFWR staff will be conducting surveys for foothill yellow-legged frogs and other amphibians over the next few months. As part of this research, we would like to survey the creek on your property. I am writing this letter to request your permission to access your property. Recent research indicates that the foothill yellow-legged frogs have declined significantly in recent years and are no longer found at half their historic sites. Your cooperation will be greatly appreciated and will help contribute to the conservation of these important species. Please fill out the attached postage paid postcard and let us know if you are willing to let us cross your property or not. If you have any concerns about this project, please give us a call. We would love to talk with you about our research. Sincerely, Steve Neamella, Conservat- Conservation Strategy Implementation Biologist. Now, you in California are going to appreciate this response from this landowner more than the other 57 states. That, that's Obama counting. He believes there are 58 states. Uh, you thought he graduated from the college. I don't really think he did. Uh, okay, dear Mr. Niemela, writes the landowner. Thank you for your inquiry regarding accessing our property to survey the yellow leg frog. We may be able to help you out with this matter. We have divided our two, 2.26 acres into 75 equal survey units with a draw tag for each limit for each unit. Application fees are $8 per unit after you purchase the frog survey license of of $120 resident $180 non-resident you also need to obtain a frog habitat parking permit at $10 per vehicle you will also need an invasive species stamp $15 for the first vehicle $5 for each additional vehicle you also want to register at the check station to have your vehicle inspected for non-native plant life prior to entering the property There is also a day use fee of $5 per vehicle. If you are successful in the draw, you'll be notified two weeks in advance, and you can make necessary plans and purchase your Creek Habitat stamp, $18 for resident, $140 non-resident. Survey units open between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m., but you cannot commence survey until 9 a.m. and must cease all regular activity by 1 p.m., Survey gear can only include a net with a 2-inch diameter made of 100% organic cotton netting with no longer longer than an 18-inch handle, non-weighted, and no deeper than a 6-inch from the net frame to bottom of the net. Handles can only be made of BPA-free plastics or wooden handles. After 1 p.m., you can use a net with a three-inch diameter if you purchase the frog net endorsement stamp of $75 for resident and $250 for non-resident. Any frogs captured that are released will need to be released with an approved release device back uh, in released device on back into the environment unharmed. As of June 1, we are offering draw tags for our premium survey units and applications is again only $8 per application. However, all fees can be waived if you can verify Native Indian tribal rights and status. You will also need to provide evidence of successful completion of the frog surveys and, your, uh, and you, your comprehensive course on frog identification, safe handling practices, and self-defense strategies for frog attacks. This course is offered online through an accredited program for a nominal fee of $750. Please let us know if we can be of assistance to you. Otherwise, we decline your access to our property, but appreciate your inquiry. Sincerely, the landowner. Now, that's how absurd, that's just an uh, an allegory of how absurd that the government now is uh, ruling over us as opposed to the founders saying that we are sovereign, right? Right. We can't do anything in this country unless we ask permission. Now, I was recently, uh, uh, I, I took on uh, as the point person, I'm not doing all the work, the point person to help Afghan refugees that were, that were escorted out of uh, Afghanistan by the U.S. government because they were pro-U.S. and they were anti-Taliban. That means they were from a different people group than the Taliban, Tajik people, as opposed to the Pashto people. Or the Taliban people. And so, uh, anyway, I got we got contacted by Samaritan's person. So we took a family on Jan, uh, February 1, just six days after we were contacted. They said, Can you take an emergency movement of, of one family? They have 56,000 and 57,000 people to move. They left thousands behind because of the way they were handled the, uh, the withdrawal out of Af- Afghanistan. So, anyway, we took a. We took these people, they're very fine people, five adults, three uh, siblings, and parent, two parents, and they're very fine people. They speak only Farsi, a little bit of English, they're learning. And uh, so we're, we're working along. And so the, the uh, plan, the, the integration plan or assimilation plan, I'd call it, they call it integration nowadays, the woke people. So the Biden administration is working, all his departments are working, uh, Homeland Security and everybody's working with these different uh, non, non-government organizations or nonprofit organizations like church, church or uh, Christians organizations like Samaritan's Purse. And so there's a, there's a lot of rules to this, and, and a lot of the rules are very well done. Uh, it's being sensitive to them, help them understand the American society, the laws of the land, the culture of the land uh try, you know everything everything imaginable okay so one of the things they told us to do was go to the because the people came in with nothing just a duffel bags and so they had no income so there's some settlement money they were given but as part of this there's there the government of the United States was offering short term assistance like uh, for Californians it would be calfresh that would be food stamps some some actual cash assistance and some health care right health care insurance so we went and applied, and I have a lady that's been assigned to help me uh, at the Church of Glad Tidings to assist because she's better at some of the interagency work and filling out things on, online, applying for things, and I am. We spent literally a week or so getting all the paperwork together, filing online, refiling online, because we didn't do it exactly like they liked before, that we had one word wrong. We had Sutter instead of Yuba, so we had to refile everything. So we went to all this work to be told that there was there was no benefits uh, available to these people, uh, these resettlement refugees. These are not illegals. They were brought in on American aircraft and landed at military bases. Right. And they were housed there, checked over there physically, examined by doctors. The paperwork was begun and they were methodically planted or moved into different areas of the United States of America with sponsor, uh, agencies or sponsor people like, like glad tidings took one family. So far we we're open for more, but we took one family. So my, my point is we took a federal document that explained that these people in whatever 58 States they were going in were, were, should be recipients of short-term care until they could get on their feet and get jobs. And, uh, I have never, uh, I'm not saying this to brag, I never, I never thought of it as bragging, uh, my family, I didn't know any better. We never took any money from any government entity ever. We, we worked and nobody was on unemployment. We didn't take, there was no food stamps anyway. Didn't take it. I was not used to all how to apply and all that kind of stuff. So, but we got it all done and we're rejected. And we kind of tried to explain this and we talked to the top people and and the, uh, the Samaritan's Purse, and so just today, now we've been working on this since the beginning of February, and it's been over a month, right? And so these people have been without, and without the support financially of the Church of Glad Tidings, they wouldn't have had a nickel to their name. But the people raised money for them at the church and gave them money to to live on, whatever they needed, clothes, uh, hygiene items, whatever, whatever. And, and their housing was covered by Samaritan's purse. Got it? But the the the, gov- the government here we're having in Yuba County, Yuba County social services rejected us, and would not provide any help at all. And said and they gave us all the the reasons. Now I don't blame any of the low people in the totem pole. They're the, at the bottom of the food chain. I'm just I'm describing you. The U the U S government is some of the highest paid, egotistical arrogant people I've ever met in my life and do some of the worst work overpaid underperforming. So just today we were informed by one of the lower people that treated us with great kindness at Yuba County. We had from the line workers up front, except for one lady that jacked me around at the Yuba County welfare, uh, The general caseworkers were very kind and worked very hard to try to get us to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, because these people are not American citizens. They're fresh out of a foreign country, fresh foreign culture. And today they finally agreed with everything we said that the U.S. government was saying to us that there should be, you know, you understand that welfare is coming. We give all our money that our taxes, the the federal government, they turn around and give a certain percentage back to pay for all the, the uh, charitable work of the federal government. It's totally, they blow, you get back about 20% on the dollar. So they're saying to the local entities, you guys, we need to cover this. You guys cover it. And it's anyway, it's unbelievable. So we have, so today they called and said, they, we have an 81-year-old invalid man who they wouldn't help, right, rejected, and, and, and the whole bunch of them, fresh off of, of, of escaping the Taliban, right? I just want to read you, I don't even know why these people are still hired. This is a 2020 list of payroll in 2020, Jennifer Vasquez, a directing health and human services was getting $257,000 a year to give away money. Tr- Tina Taylor, if she's still there, she's director of child support services. She gets 230 almost 34,000, There's more of them. There's assistant directors. Let me see if I can find them for you. Deputy director, Irma Thurman, $206,000. There's numbers of these assistant directors of deputy director, another one, Ronald Gordon, $193,000. It just goes on and on and on. Assistant director after assistant director after assistant director. We have millions of dollars in directors in Department of Health and Human Services. And you know something? They had no idea what they are doing over there. Zero. Totally swung and missed by a mile. I'm talking about somebody that tries out for the major leagues and doesn't get a hit in 100 at bats. These people we of no help. In fact, the, 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 lo- the local worker, the lowest worker who's, who's evaluating all these things was very kind and helpful to us in applying. And we sent this federal document that explained how they were supposed to be helping us. And she ran it up to her boss. Now, I don't know what level the boss was and what that boss got paid. The boss rejected the federal deal. Today, somehow, the light went on. Maybe it's because now we're not only going to have Afghan refugees since we screwed up that mess. Now we're going to have Ukrainian refugees because we've really screwed up that mess over there. And so now the light went on today, I've been told, just before I got working on this broadcast. And now they're going to award all kinds of benefits to our little family. Isn't that amazing? But it took... It took from us working on this from the first week of February, and where are we now? We're into the second week of March. That's how long it took working on this and being rejected. And then we went back to the federal people and said, our Afghan folks said that there are other Afghan folks they've been hearing from because they were all lodged at these nine military bases with them. And they kept in contact with some of them. They said, we don't know why you're not getting any help. We got help in these other states or even other parts of California. And so they were like totally confused with glad tidings and me because they couldn't get any help. And I just said, look, you know something guys, the government sucks here. Besides you getting over here, the government just flat sucks. And the best thing you can do is ignore the government and don't get on the dole. And just go work for a living. So we went out and find them. The grace of God through a, a wonderful German family that has a grapevine nursery in Yuba County. We got them full-time jobs where they are making money. And I said, don't look back. Don't ever take any government aid. It's it's entrapment. And it's a ball and chain around your life. And it, it just jerks you around. And that's exactly what we do. This is what my friend, a woman... In the 1970s, I met her name is uh, Monahan. Uh, her last name was Monahan. She was kind of a crippled woman. She was a very bright woman, married to a newspaper editor and public relations guy. And uh, her name's Jean Monahan. And Jean Monahan, one day, she worked for the government at one time. Uh, and but she was retired when I met them. They were both retired, and she t- said. Used a term one time in the 1970s, probably about 72, called white. She referred to white collar welfare. This is, and I thought, what is white collar welfare? I've heard of welfare, but I've never heard of white collar welfare. And what it was was government employees that didn't really do anything. And if they drop dead tomorrow, you'd never miss them because they weren't saving a life. They weren't like changing a life. They weren't saving a life. They weren't doing anything redemptive in our community. They were just sucking a lot of the assets that other people were out there digging a ditch, building, putting in a sewer line, building more electri- bringing in more electricity, saving a life or doing CPR. And so we have people here at the Yuba County Health and Human Services that are making at the top end of this thing. They're supposed to know the rules of the federal government all the way. They're supposed to be privy to what's shaken because they're not working with any of the people. They're not out working with the, the gal, the little single mom or the deaf person or the crippled person or the diseased person or the, the, you know, the uh, senior citizen who's bedridden. They're not dealing with any of those. Those are all the the line workers. These people are pushing papers, sitting in offices, sloshing coffee, uh, going to meetings, and they're supposed to know all the bureaucracy and the gobbledygook and the legislation and the stuff, so what? So they could create an in-service and train their own people. But it took 35, 40 days— of us trying to tell them, and finally I just said, "Guys, let's just." I, it, but but Samaritan's Purse and the people at the top end of this refugee resettlement kept on me. They said, "Lou, you're getting ripped off. That's they're not doing it correctly." We had people at University of California, at Davis, saying, "You, this is wrong." And finally, this Sunday, when I was doing a Zoom discussion with one of the top people she said i'm going to talk to the czar of the resettlement operation in charge of california and they'll get to the bottom of this and i don't know whether that tilted things or what but finally today uh, they're finally going to okay some some benefits and probably it's going to be short-lived because they're making so much money right now that they'll probably say well they don't qualify now it's just so totally exasperating it's everything i hate about government i detest it i detest it being in my backyard i detest them always wanting to tell me what to do and not letting me do the things i want to do because they they have to control it and fill out a piece of paper and ask somebody to give me permission it's it's evil people that's why our founding fathers hated it our founding fathers hated it i'll be right back
2: it's
5: Regardless of the fact that we are attacking your fundamental rights or limiting your fundamental rights, and the charter says that wrong, we're still going to go ahead and do it. It's basically a loophole that allows a majority to override fundamental rights of a minority.
6: Okay, the first dose is really just to loosen up the vein for the second dose, so the NRA can get comfortable from the third shot. After the fourth dose, you feel protected, but aren't. And once all the population has received the fifth dose, restrictions can be relaxed as the sixth stops the spread. However, the seventh dose vigorously disagrees with the sixth, reducing protection and calling for an emergency eighth dose which is really just a placebo tricking the ninth and tenth shots. The 11th will clot the blood just in time for the 12th to declot, and since 13's an unlucky number, we shoot straight to the 14th to be safe. The clinical phase of the 15th confirms antibodies remain stable after the 16th injection. The shots 17 through 24 will be developed in record speed so there's really no reason to go questioning the 25th jab. Now let's talk about boosters. The first seven are just to sort of warm up the body and welcome the eighth kind of like a surprise party. The eighth booster getting so excited and knowing it has a whole lot of friends that care for it, it has a renewed confidence so that when it wanders around the body in style, it attracts new spike proteins. The ninth booster will come in and actually announce that it identifies as non-binary, confusing all the other doses and calling for a 10th booster shot to come in and explain that all boosters are not alike. Boosters 11 through 59 are basically so you're allowed to sit and eat a cheeseburger in a pub. Now let's move on to the super boosters.
3: I wanted to ask you about some reporting that my colleague here
8: in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told
1: him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the
3: United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees.
6: Send in the clowns Okay. <laughs> those daffy laffy
5: clowns A friend in need is a friend indeed
2: <laughs> Send in those soulful and doleful schmoats by the bowl. Clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I first. Send in
0: the clowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, One time the police stopped me for speeding and they said, oh, you know, the speed limit is 55 miles an hour. He said, yeah, I know, but I wasn't going to be out that long. <laughs>
3: So we got some of the guys that uh, guys and gals that uh, support the show here working on our uh, building. We uh, were helped uh, in obtaining a over 100-year building in downtown Marysville. That's uh, a sevenplex. It's old. It was an old old house on the main drag, and it was converted to a sevenplex probably 60 years ago. And um, so we are gonna been housing some students in there. Not. College students, but students uh, were training to be leaders in our nation, and also training to be missionaries. And so we've been uh, remodeling this place; been really fun. And some of our my old uh, partners uh, in in work around the world in other countries are all working here on kind of a home mission project. And so um, it's been fun because they they uh, a lot of them are actually helping on this show. And, uh, so Ted Holmes with, uh, the plumbing doctor is one of them. And he's had his plumbers over there today. We, uh, uh, Anthony, uh, Meyer who works for, um, Cal water was recommending that we, he, he said, Hey, you guys can uh, switch out these toilets and, uh, we can help with some rebates. And so we switched out all the toilets. They had these ancient toilets over there that probably blew out about five five gallons of flush and we put in these uh, low flush low low flow toilets so plumbing doctor was over there today putting in those and we found out we had a leak under one of the buildings and one of the second level places got that fixed so plumbing doctor was straightening us all out over there and uh, fixing some leaky faucets and stopping the drips in marysville you cannot afford to have a drip it's like dripping gold out of that faucet so we give a shout-out to Anthony Meyer at uh, uh, California Water because uh, he's their, I guess, commercial specialist in, in helping people conserve water and still use water but uh, not waste water, and we don't want to waste water at all. It doesn't matter whether it costs a lot or not. If it didn't cost anything, you wouldn't want to waste it. So the plumbing doctor is over there doing us a great job at 5 that you can get a hold of them and get some of their help. And in fact, they helped when they were at my house here a couple of years ago. They were... I called them over for something, and they said, Lou, how what are these toilets doing in here? These are like ancient toilets. They said, we could get you uh, rebates on these toilets. So I did it, man. I got new toilets and and it cut way down on my water flow. It's beautiful. So if you need some help, you got something broken, Something not working right? We had broken stuff. We had stuff not working. We had stuff taking too much water. Maybe you're like spending ten or fifteen dollars a month, twenty dollars, thirty dollars a month, more on water than you need to. They can switch you out so you can find out about all that at 530-671-9111, 530-671-9111. In fact, I was I needed a uh, a jail in my inmate from Yuba County. This is funny how small of a community we have. An inmate wrote me and said, hey, Lou, I need a recovery Bible. Can you get me a recovery Bible? So I was out. So I called uh, some friends of mine, John and Dot, and, and uh, John I used to work for when I was a kid. And now he's, this is how good the medical profession is, uh, when it's not trying to bribe you and rip you off through COVID he's had diabetes. He's, I think he's 90 something. And, but he got diabetes when he's in his thirties. And, and, uh, I was all concerned about him. I thought he was an old guy then, but I was just a youngster and, uh, he's lived all these years with, with diabetes. And, uh, and taking good care of himself, had a good wife to take care of him, Dot. And uh, so I was over there the other, other night, and he was saying, asked about Ted Holmes. And I said, oh, what's up with Ted Holmes? How do you know him? He says, oh, he said, I, I had him do some work for me. And uh, and he said, he's a great guy. And I said, why do you say he's a great guy? And he said, well, because he uh, he we paid him too much money and i said well how'd you how'd you figure that out how'd you know you paid him too much he said because they returned some money to us we overpaid him somehow he didn't get into the details but he said he he gave us back a hundred dollars because we overpaid him and so i was mentioning that to ted this week and uh he he said oh he said all right that probably was our front office caught it where they overpaid but anyway that's a plumbing doctor and uh they support us here and i also want to mention. dr cassidy i got a i got a text two days ago from a friend of mine and uh, that i've known for years she's a very sweet lady and she said lou uh, my nephew is is struggling with drugs and and so i get these calls every single week because dr cassidy who's the expert on drug abuse and how to help people he and i partnered up on getting people the help they need and everybody you, you would be surprised at who has, is having a drug problem. It's not just people living in the river bottom or laying in a gutter. There are all kinds of people have these problems. And so she said, Lou, he's, I think he's ready to make a change, and da-da-da-da. And uh, we made it really simple. I just put him directly in contact with Dr. Cassidy's cell phone number so we could get him, after get him, uh, the young fellow, what he needs, whether he needs residential rehab or whether he needs some medication or what he needs. So if if you know people that are in that situation, we can help them. And it, like Doc and I always agree on, everybody can change until they drop dead. Once they drop dead, it's, it's, off our, uh, it's above our pay grade, as Obama said once. So if you want help, call Peachtree Health at 530-749-3242. Now, they got some good docs out there, but I'm talking about Dr. Cassidy because he deals with the addicts as well as other people. He deals with health issues, but but he specializes in helping addicts get straightened up and getting back their life. And so 749-3242, just ask for Dr. Cassidy. If they say, what's up, just say addiction. And if there's any problem getting a getting a getting uh, uh, an appointment, just uh, you can text him. Don't call him, text him at 530-682-8648. And if there's any problem there... Uh, you can dial me up at 530-713-1838, and I will solve all those problems and get you all hooked up and get you in. So also uh, Nellie uh, Garcia called me the other day and was talking about somebody that really liked her work, uh, offered her a deal she couldn't refuse. I won't get into the details because none of none of your business really wasn't any of mine, but uh, they, they wanted to help her in a very uh, substantial way and uh, for because she was very kind to them and so that's the kind of business that, that these people i'm talking about uh, that's the kind of business they do uh, is they go way above and beyond nelly garcia at north valley paralegal at 751 sutter street in yuba city you can reach her at seven five one ninety two eighty nine. it's a 530 area code seven five she'll do all the paralegal all the legal work that most people go to attorneys for but they don't need to but they spend way too much money uh going to an attorney. Sometimes you need an attorney because you have to have somebody go in and argue in court for you. And uh, but in in most cases a lot of the legal work we just don't need it. So you can get a great deal at very nice person and uh, passionate and cares a lot about her clients and it shows and people are very uh caring towards her as well. So that's impressive. And uh, Dave Greenitz is working on the uh, 612 E Street property, Dave Greenitz Construction. It's an honor to have Dave. He, he just posted a new kitchen. He just They totally took the kitchen, and then it had a big petition between the kitchen and the dining room. They blew out the the, the wall in the dining room, redid the whole kitchen, flipped it around how, how everything works, opened the whole thing up, and it just it was a knockout job. They showed it on Facebook the other day. So he... Uh, We removed all these shutters that are ancient up at this building. Instead of throwing them away and putting up new shutters, we refinished all of them, repurposed them. And Dave took them to his shop. There's like 30, 40 shutters and is staining them with a a great, you know, penetrating stain because the wood was all dried out. Looks really beautiful. Sent me a photo of them. So uh, Greenest Construction can redo your, your, uh, if you want the best, if you don't want the best, don't call them. Uh, But if you want the best, uh, you're going to get the best bathroom remodeled, best kitchen you can find in the area. But they also do other remodels in the house, entryways. They put decks out outside. They do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, But you can go on his website or his Facebook site, either one, and you can see for yourself instead of just trying to imagine what I'm saying. So you can go to It's Construction. That's green, the color, with E-T-Z on the end, construction.com. Or you could go to Dave Greenett's Construction Facebook page. Uh, or if you're old school, like me, I just dial people up in 530-682-9602, 530-682-9602. And I was just talking to Dave's wife tonight because we're working on her her next play. Dave and Leslie worked t- together on putting on plays. And uh, she sent me a commercial, which is playing on this show. And so we were dialoguing back, and so when she texted me and sent me a copy of the commercial, I called her back because I had a question, and she answered the phone. That's just how Dave and Leslie do. When you call them, they actually answer the phone. And uh, so when you call Dave, be prepared to talk to the big dog because he's got no secretary between you and him. So, um, okay, so I'm going to get back. and uh, So you can text him on that number, five three zero six eight two nine six zero two. Um, okay, let me get down here and look at what we're going to do, uh, next. So, okay. I mentioned to you earlier that, and I don't know whether I can find it. I got so many things listed here that, the Congress of the United States, do you think the founders ever thought that the Congress of the United States would pay to bribe the press and the radio and the television and the, uh, the different platforms like Google and all these platforms that ended up saying that hydroxychloroquine and uh ivermectin and bodesonite and all these things were poison and unproven and all that do you think they'd ever done do you ever think they'd imagine that do you know our own uh congress bribed us let me see if i can find this really quick they bribed us they they lied to us they cheated their uh they took advantage of the people. Many people have died. Thousands have died. Many people are trying to sue them right now. Uh, so I'm driving down. For all you local people, y- Yuba Sutter counties, you know, Featherer Boulevard. It's right off Highway 70. So I've been driving these Afghan refugees to work every morning. And uh, we go out to the Grapevine Vineyard operation. And I drop them off. So I drive by this billboard. This is what the billboard said. It's it's uh, paid for by the state of California, but there's probably some of this federal money, right? COVID money. It the the you can go to this website. It's totally fraudulent. Liars. These these are liars. It's called MyTurn.ca.gov. MyTurn.ca.gov. It's it says this the the, the shots are safe effective, you remember I read it at the beginning of the show, safe, effective, you you don't have to be a citizen, you don't have to have insurance, we just want to jab jab you, that's what we want to do is jab you. So on this sign, I kept driving by it, and I'd read portions of it because there are quite a bit of words on it, and so um, finally, I drove over there the other morning after I dropped off my friends that are working, and I just took a photo of it so I could capture it. It says this, it's on Featherer Boulevard as you're going out before you get to Cloverleaf Market. It says this, unvaccinated people are 30 times more likely to die from COVID-19. Now, do you even do you even believe this after what I've said so far? Unvaccinated people are 30 times more likely to die from COVID-19 based on uh and then in, in, in small print, very, very tiny print. it's It has an asterisk it's in very tiny print. You can't even see it driving down the highway. Based on data from January 3, so six days. Based on six days were the data in 2022, January 3 through 9. I want you, I want you to just say that there's, their claim is that unvaccinated people are 30 times more likely to die from COVID-19 than vaccinated people, right? Now, then I stumbled across... This uh, this article and the title is scientific finding. In other words, research people under 50 are more than more likely to die from COVID-19 vaccines than from the disease itself. Now, does that sound just exactly opposite of what the government propaganda is? They said the br- the government propaganda. They didn't even give any ages. They just said, if you don't have the vax, you don't have the injection, you're 30 more 30 times more likely to die from COVID. Now, I thought that a vaccine was supposed to stop. Like if you got a smallpox vaccine or you got a yellow fever vaccine or you got a polio vaccine, you're not supposed to get that stuff, right? All the rules have changed now, right? Everything about COVID has changed. Wearing a mask doesn't stop you from getting the flu, but all of a sudden it could stop you from getting COVID. Standing six feet apart, supposedly if you sit down, if you sit down, you can't get COVID without a mask. But if you stand up, you got to put the mask on. Scientific fa- findings says people under 50 are more likely to die from COVID vaccines. You're dying from the shot. You're f- under 50 are more likely to die from vaccines. The injection, the Moderna, the Pfizer, the Janssen and Johnson. You're more likely to die from the vaccine than the disease In other words, you're not comparing people that don't get sick to people that got the shot. You're comparing people that get COVID with people that take the shot. Data analysis showed that all age cohorts under 50 are five to 51 times at greater risk of vaccine induced fatality. They're talking about the shots killing you. And if you go to that website I just referred to you, you won't see anything about fatalities and poison and heart problems, and damaged hearts, and blood clots. You won't find anything on that deal. They're liars. They're propagandists. They're just as bad as the Nazis ever tried to be. In fact, they have more tools at their in their belt. 51 times at greater risk of vaccine-induced fatality within the same or subsequent month following vaccination than of COVID-19 death within 60 days of a positive test if unvaccinated. In other words, if like me, if you're unvaccinated, if you're uninjected and I get COVID, I got a huge number. I, the odds are with me to beat it without any anything. And if I took a vaccine, the odds are 51 higher times higher that I'm going to die. For the group under eight, eight, 18 years of age, vaccines are more likely to increase the number of COVID deaths than prevent any. You see what I'm saying? You're not hearing this from the government. This is research outside of government. Young adults from 18 to 29 have eight times higher risk of fatality from the inoculation than from COVID itself if unvaccinated. The study also revealed that vaccine manufacturers neglected to calculate the absolute risk of reductions based on the prevalence or likelihood of people developing symptomatic COVID-19 illness. The research found that, remember they said, I had a guy in live uh, uh, up in the foothills here in Yuba County, blew a gasket, criticized me, you don't know what you're talking about, I'm a scientist, I'm this, I'm that, said mRNA is not going to affect your DNA. Let me read this to you. research found that mRNA, which is a main ingredient in Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, permanently affects and alters the human body. In fact, now they're saying in the liver, it gets into your DNA and alters it. Moderna's IPO, listen, I don't know any of these things. I don't know. I don't wake up in the middle of the night and get a revelation from God on these things. I'm reading, I'm reading documents. Mod, Moderna's IPO since 2018 spoke of transformative medicines based on messenger RNA and was reported at the time to be the biggest initial public offering in the biotech sector. Listen, they, they cranked this up to be all something something. Check this out. Charles Hoff, Dr. Charles Hoff, a researcher looking into the vaccine, stated that there is a vast number of little, little mRNA strands in the formulas, which he believes resulted in the blockages in the capillaries in the lungs of vaccinated individuals. Now, there have been autopsies. We're getting a little short on time here in our fourth segment. Man, time's flying tonight. Uh, He said, but in a separate article, people who do autopsies, they've found the entire interior of many of the the arteries, vessels, capillaries, totally plugged with gobbledygook from this vaccine. They're blood clots. And that's exactly what Dr. Charles Hoff says. Uh, He said the benefits of getting vaccinated against COVID-19 have not lived up to expectations considering that there has been a rapid drop in the vaccine-induced antibody levels over time, as well as the emergencies, emergence of other variants that are resistant to the spike protein. With Omicron as the dominant strain now, the vaccinated population is still catching the disease and spreading it in large numbers. In other words, it's not having any impact on Omicron. This is the same thing as the common cold. That's why they've never had a vaccine for this common cold, which is what COVID is. So it's leading to the conclusion that the mRNA vaccines were designed to target only the original SARS-CoV-2 strain. The arrival of other variants, such as Delta, Omicron, and others, has changed the risk-benefit ratio, and there is now a larger base For naturally resistant populations. In other words, you're more likely to get sick and die from the shot than you are abstaining. Please abstain. We'll be right back.
5: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
0: It's that time of year when Girl Scouts are selling cookies to raise money. I encourage you to not buy them because of their link to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest chain of abortion centers. Abby Johnson, who ran a Texas Planned Parenthood, recently said they had many Girl Scouts come to their abortion facility to do service hours. They count toward getting badges and advancing in the organization. Websites are dedicated to sharing the ways Girl Scouts are linked to the abortion industry. I hosted a documentary sharing similar information, and we've posted considerable proof of this unholy partnership and revealed a wonderful alternative called American Heritage Girls. For this and more information, go to lifeissues.org, then click on the microphone icon.
6: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues, and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been. At the heart of my
5: philosophy is much more libertarianism than uh, then, uh, Well, that's the fashionable word these days, I guess. Liber- a conservative is no longer just that, he's a libertarian. It always has been. Because how do we call a liberal? You know, someone very profoundly once said, many years ago, that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of, li- of liberalism. And what is fascism? Fascism is private ownership, private enterprise, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? The conservative, so called, is the one that says, Less government, get off my back, get out of my pocket, and let me have more control of my own destiny.
4: Here's your sentence I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine, and you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. Do you have any questions? No, I would just like to say to your honor that I, uh, I am not suicidal. That's what I would like to say. Okay? I am not suicidal. Okay? I am not suicidal.
2: I am innocent and I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. Okay. <gasps> what are they gonna do to me such
6: what are
0: they gonna do I need to me be, be
6: someone
3: I want to mention a couple other people that uh help us uh carry on here uh thrifty rooter i see their vans all over town then every once in a while you see the big rigs that pump septic tanks there's all if you go to the thrifty rooter website you you like get all excited because it tells all the cool things that they do it's like a menu stop and, place to eat and they'll say do you need a menu sometimes a new place you need a menu so you can go on thrifty rooter website and you can look look over what their menu is what they do for you and then you can actually communicate with them on that website and send a little message over to them and or if you if you're old school you just want to dial them up they got dispatchers just like uh plumbing doctor has dispatchers Ali universal security who i haven't talked about yet they have dispatchers they're all just have these dispatchers that just keep track of everything and get the needs uh and the complaints and problems that people have in their lives met met. that's the whole idea other people helping people so thrifty rooter does just that and they're located in uh they have they have actually an office over in yuba city and uh but they're located all over the place. They just are everywhere. So if you're in Ubisoft or you're in the nearby county, one of the perimeter counties around us, I'd give them a shout. And here's their number. You can either go to their website, which is thriftyrooter.net, .net, not com, not org, not us, dot net, like a fishing net, thriftyrooter.net. And uh, you can, or you can call them up at 530 673 8201. Five three zero six seven three eighty two zero one, and they will take care of you, and they will do it with a smile. Th- these guys have been around for a long time. They're not rookies. They're not practicing. You know, like a lot of doctors, they said, "This, that's just my medical practice." Well, Thrifty Rooters not practicing on you. They know what they're doing. They'll get in there. They got all kinds. It's amazing. They, you know, these plumbers. They tell me they got these cameras that they can just run right down the pipe. And you know, instead of the guy saying, Yeah, I ran that six-deep snake about 60 feet out, and I, d- I don't know what's in there. Maybe roots. Maybe, 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 maybe. But it's about 60 feet out there, and uh, I don't know what's going on. We're going to have to dig. We're going to have to do something. Now they can run a camera in there. Is that amazing? I just think it's cool. Run a camera down there, do all kinds of things, snoop stuff out, figure out what's wrong, and tell you exactly where the problem is. So five three zero six seven three eighty two zero one and and they'll get you no, no use to have anything broken you know that's why I like uh you know we got these uh, stairways those concrete stair steps stairways you know outside the building and then they got the uh, steel or metal steel I guess you'd call it uh, banisters or hand, handrails and they're they're just worn out. Some of them are worn out on this building, the old building we're working on, and some of the rungs are missing. And so Will Fanning has come over, and he's saying, we can fix this. We can, we're can, we going to upgrade it. We're going to beef it up, and they're going to help us do that, he and Josh James. But uh, they're the guys from All Power Services. And sometimes I hear a complaint about uh, places that fix things for you. You take your item in there, and, and, and you just never get a call back. Pretty soon you have to go buy one, right, buy a new one. Because they don't fix it, they don't get it back to you. But uh, the guys at All Power Services convince me that they're not—they're uh, not all about collecting broken stuff. They're about restoring it, getting it fixed, getting it back like new, so you can go about using it. So when I say All Power, that's exactly what I'm talking about. If you just hold that thought, if you have an item that's run by power. Like a chainsaw, a weed eater, lawnmower, tractor, motorcycle, anything just powered, right? Powered. Quads. All kinds of stuff. Motorboat, motors, ski boat motors, fishing boat motors. They just, they know, these guys know what they're doing. They just say, oh, I know what, I, I bring stuff up. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I know. I know how to fix that. Unbelievable. One guy that listens to the show had a massive crane and nobody wanted to work on it. He had, they just set the payload on top of the house and he was trying to retract the the crane, get it to come back, snake it back in. And so he could drive on home, have himself a hamburger with his wife. And he couldn't get that, that crane to come down. And he called people and they jacked him around and other people came and looked at it. It's like, all the all the men in the kingdom came to try to put Humpty Dumpty back to bed together again, and they just threw up. They threw up their hands and said, "Let's go just have a beer." <laughs> well, Will Fanning went out and fixed it. <laughs> he just went out there and tinkered it around and fixed that doggone crane. So if you if you got some broken stuff in your garage, get it out of there. Clean out your garage so you can park your car in there again, and take all your broken stuff to All Power Services. And they'll get you back in, sh- in shape. And then if you've got the big rigs, big construction rigs, bottom bottom dumps, all kinds of stuff, and you need some new steel work done, uh, maybe it's rusted out, broken, split, whatever, these guys can put your welding situation at all back to brand new. Custom welding and fabrication, they can do it. All power services, 530-844-0347. Or you can, like, go email at allpower1469 at gmail.com. Allpower1469. The 1469 is their address, and that's out at uh, Stewart Road in Yuba City, just south of town, off Highway 99. Go see them, and they'll fix fix all your problems. I want want to just... uh, I'm hoping I'm I'm making some headway with some of you folks because uh, we we have government is out of control. It's out of control. Now I referred to this at, earlier in the show, but I'm telling you what's going down. In San Diego County, they conducted mask raids, and we're talking about Department of Health and Social Services. Sweeping in on businesses. In this case, it was the Aspen Leaf Preschool. And uh, during the, the raid, the regulators or investigators, as Dr. Uh, Joseph Mingla Fong Lu from Sutter County calls them, investigators, they actually separated children and interviewed them without familiar parents, adults, without familiar adults present in the isolated rooms. Isn't this amazing? You send your kid to a preschool and government investigators get pissed because the business and the parents agree. It wasn't like the business did anything that the parents did. The businesses and parents agreed that they didn't want those kids masked. And these investigators, the Nazis, overruled both groups. And went in there and began to investigate and interview little children as young as one and a half, two years of age. So Stephanie. uh, Stephanie and Ricardo Rosado recently told their four year old son about the importance of not talking to strangers. Only days later, state regulators came to the child's preschool, isolated him in a room away from his teachers and friends, and asked him questions about masking. Is this amazing to you? I had some stupid investigators one time. We were taking babies uh, that were born at Chowchilla Women's Prison, and we were caring for those children until the mom got out. All totally legal. But they didn't like the fact that a church was involved in helping prisoners, so I had these two social workers come into my office and cite me for operating a foster family agency without a license because I was we were caring for these babies and providing the parents in the church they were getting no pay for it, and we were providing you know uh, church members were donating diapers and all the paraphernalia you need to take care of a newborn and so they here's how bright these people are college graduates right working for social services state of california and they come into my office when i was working for church of glad tidings because i was running this little project called babies out of bondage and we took about 170 babies and raised them until mom got out and gave them back to them over about a 10-year period by the time it ended they came into my office and they said, we understand. When, when people say things like this to me, I just want to stand up and jack slap them. They said, we understand that you actually are giving diapers. You're providing diapers to these families. And I'm just waiting for them to like finish the paragraph because it's like, Yeah, and I go pee a few times a day, too. Does that that fit under your umbrella of of regulation? How many times you pee or how far you can pee a stream? And I said, you came down from Chico, your headquarters from Chico to to Yuba City to see whether I'm giving away free diapers? That's a problem for you, lady? I said, I think it's time for you to leave my office right now. So I just escorted him out the door. I actually had this. This is, this is how far this goes back. This is in the early 90s. I had a, a, a representative one day, a gal from the California Department of C- Corrections, or the parolees call them the CDC, you know, California Department of Corrections. And this gal calls me up. I don't know who she is from, from anybody, right? She said, I'm so-and-so from the Department of Corrections. You can say anything over the phone, right? That happens every day to me. People from, oh, I'm from this, I'm from that, you know, you need a warranty, you need Viagra, you need this, you need that, right? All day, all day, constantly on the phone. So she says to me at the Church of Glad Tidings when I was working there, running this pro- this and other, other programs, she says, we understand that you're taking babies <laughs> from these prisoners. I said, let me help you first of all. The prisoner asked us. To help them with their child. So we picked the child up. I said, nobody's stealing any babies. We don't eat babies. We don't barbecue babies here. So what we're doing is the woman doesn't have any place to put her baby. You you would take him and give him to CPS and take the child away from the ch- the, the mother. And, and so she's signing a document giving us custody of the baby until she gets out. That's what's going on here, honey. So then she says, I want to list of all the people in your church. Can you imagine the government asking you a list for a list of all your friends or all the people in your little league program or all the, all this. And she wants me to give a list with all the contact information, right? This is what the Sutter County supervisors are, are asking their new employees to do is go out and track people. They're Nazis over there in Sutter County, at least Yuba County. Finally got some wood on the ball and rejected the idea. But the Sutter County kind of guys, if if you if you offer them money, they ejaculate right under the under the dais. It's unbelievable. There's a big mess under there. All you have to do is offer them a couple hundred thousand dollars and they just they have an orgasm right there. It's unbelievable. They lose their minds. They get so euphoric they can't even talk. And so they they allow, <laughs> they're hiring five people, they call them investigators to track people and to do these masquerades and stuff like this. They're just Nazis. And so they're they're just like this CDC woman who asked me to give her the names of all the people that they, do you understand that the state of California does not own your children? The state of California may have the mother incarcerated in prison or the father, but they do not own the children. They're free people, even though they're little people. And if the mother wants to give their child to their best friend or their baseball coach or whoever, whoever, that's an agreement between two parents. The state of California has no right to stick their nose in. But because they were anti-Christ, that's what this was. It was anti-Christian. They were going to come at us. And they did. They did. So when they said to me, we want a list of all your people, I told them to shove it up their big fat rear end. Is that okay for you? If you don't get lit by these things, you're you're in a bad way. You're in a real bad way. I told them to shove it. And so they came after us. And so we all threw down. They brought their attorneys. We brought ours. And we ended up winning the thing. Because they were totally out of line. Now, if you're not willing to throw down against the government, you're not a real American. I'm telling you straight up. You, you should leave the country and try another country. If you are not—in fact, I, I spoke to one of the people, I think, at Yuba County or one of these agencies over this Afghan thing. And I said, you know something? I'm a damn American. I'm embarrassed at the way you're treating these immigrants. You know the Bible says that we should, we should help strangers in the land. And I am, as an American, I told them, I said, I am embarrassed of how you're jerking them around. And the sad thing is that the people we are dealing with at the Yuba County Social Services were ignorant of the rules because their bosses who were getting $200,000 a year did not know they couldn't find their bureaucratic butt with both hands. And they left them hung out to dry until finally the big dogs at the federal and state level finally said, don't you guys understand what the plan is here? And so finally today we got some results. But we had people from the California Department of Corrections who didn't care anything about these children that we were taking in the 1990s. They never tracked anybody. I mean, a tweaker could have picked up the kid from the Madera Hospital after the child was born. They weren't drug testing anybody. They weren't background checking. So finally they said, when finally we came to terms, they said, we want all your people background checked. And we said, well, do you background check anybody else in California that's picking up babies from the hospital of parents that they know? It was a double standard. They just were anti-Christian. Do you get it? And so these people now are going into this school down in Aspen Leaf School. The nice thing is this is being this is owned by an Asian family, and the guy's an attorney. It says this gr- gross abuse of power is shameful and unacceptable for many reasons wrote the Rosada's family in a complaint to the government the people who ordered this to be done and those who participated should be held responsible you know what the problem is with government nobody gets held responsible they just all get promoted The California Department of Social Services and its child care licensing program oversee regulatory compliance. We had a preschool at Glad Tidings. I was so glad to get rid of it. I got so sick of these these Nazis running out there, running around, coming up with stupid stuff all the time. Child care licensing investigators do have the authority to interview children in isolated settings. Listen to this, people interviewing children. These kids were not molested. They, they they, were not forced to wear a mask, which was suffocating them. But many Aspen Leaf parents said they believed such tactics were meant to be used in extreme cases like alleged child abuse, not whether their kids were masked. Regulators determined the interviews were conducted in an appropriate manner. Well, sure they were. They don't care what they do. Everything they think they do is appropriate. The Nazis sought killing Jews was appropriate. Hello. It was a necessary component of the required complaint investigation. Kevin Gaines, deputy director of child care lies. I bet Kevin makes a couple hundred thousand dollars, 250,000 down there. He wrote to one Aspen Lee parent. Staff are trained to conduct interviews with children in a manner that avoids causing undue stress. Oh, yeah, I bet you're just a specialist at knowing what, how much stress a little one-and-a-half-year-old. Says the owners of Aspen Leaf reasoned that children would not be allowed to wear masks while they were sleeping or eating. In other words, they were given each other COVID-19. They, they'd give each other COVID-19 no matter what happened. On top of that, they didn't believe the mask would be great for children's development. They were, you know, the, the Aspen Leaf owners were actually smart people. Howard Wu, rela- unrelated to Connie Wu, w- which is another person in this article, is a part owner of Aspen Leaf and a lawyer. He believes the state's child care licensing department doesn't have the authority to enforce the mask mandate, essentially because of a technicality. In order to enforce—listen to this, people. Everybody, oh, well, it's mandated. Oh, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. In order to enforce a regulation, says attorney Mr. Wu, the agency must issue a regulation, which they never did. But so far, the Child Care Licensing Department has not assigned regulations on masse. They just did a mandate, like the, the governor sweeps his cane through the air and says, I declare, I decree, Right. So all the, we had the Department of Public Health issued a mandate, a mask requirement. He said, had the state's health department tried to enforce the mask mandate, Howard Wu said Aspen Leaf would have either complied or considered whether they had or any recourse to fight it. This is like happening in San Diego. It can happen in your, it goes on and on. They issued Aspen they gave the worst level of abuse citation the type a citation oh forbid 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 the government of the unite of the california listed a type a oh they like whooped it up on them, baby they like threw down on them okay i'm gonna take a break and do this one more session
2: That I'm strained. In case I go on the ground, get some heavy rest. Never have to worry about what is the worth.
5: Democrat politicians want to keep hurting you. I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. They're trying hard to forcibly jab all Californians with a completely unnecessary, quote, vaccine that's injuring and killing people. And it's time for you, your family, and your friends to rise up and say no. Here's what these devilish Democrat bills would do. Require the COVID jab or your job. Wipe out all exemptions for school children. Mandate COVID tests in all schools. Create a statewide vaccination registry. Punish doctors who tell the truth about COVID. Force cops to become the vaccination police. The good news is these bad bills can be defeated with a flood of opposition. See how at SaveCalifornia.com. Championing your values in California.
4: There's no easy explanation why generic drugs, which cost pennies to make, are sold with a markup of more than 1,000%. One of the prime suspects is pharmacy benefits managers, the middlemen who negotiate with drug manufacturers and pharmacies on behalf of insurance companies. But everyone involved seems to take a cut along the way, with a convoluted mix of inflated prices, secret rebates, and discounts. Mark Cuban, who's worth an estimated $4.5 billion, has had enough. It's ridiculous what the pricing for generic drugs is, Cuban said. And just like that, Cuban is taking on these absurd markups, opening an online pharmacy where patients can buy generic drugs with low and transparent prices. The idea for the Mark Cuban Cost Plus drugs company grew out of one of the most notorious pricing scandals of the last decade. As CEO of Turing Pharmaceuticals, Martin Shkreli raised the price of the decades-old antiparasitic Daraprim from $13.50 a tablet to $750. That whole fiasco, compounded by skyrocketing costs of generic drugs, led one physician, Dr. Alexander Oshmiansky, to cold email Mark Cuban with an idea for a low-cost generic drug company. Cuban is best known as a shark and owner of the Mavericks, but he's also a passionate investor in the healthcare space. Also disgusted with the absurdly high markup of drugs and lack of transparency, Cuban was intrigued by the email. They quickly and quietly started working together last January to hash out the idea. It would feature Dr. Oshmiansky at the helm as CEO, and Cuban investing an undisclosed amount of money and shaping the strategic direction of the company. The mission? To produce low-cost versions of high-cost generic drugs. The business plan? Supply chain transparency. They purchase drugs directly from manufacturers, add a 15% markup and a $3 pharmacist fee, and bypass the middlemen to lower the price of more than 100 medications. The Mark Cuban Cost Plus drugs company doesn't accept insurance, and it seems like a no-brainer for people who are uninsured or on a high-deductible healthcare plan. But the fact of the matter is that even someone who has decent insurance might be overpaying for some drugs. This is the same reason why the pharmacy coupon company GoodRx has become so popular because it adds transparency into what is an otherwise incredibly opaque system. A 30-count supply of the asthma medication Montelukast, the generic for Singulair, retails for around $169. The cost plus price, $6. A 30-count supply of blood pressure medication Losartan, generic Cozar, averages around $40. The cost plus price, $4.50. A 30-count supply of blood thinner Clopidogrel, generic Plavix, averages around $60. The cost plus price, $5.70. The company has partnered with online pharmacy TruPill for mail order delivery, and it is currently building a 22,000 square foot facility in Dallas, where it will manufacture its own medicines. Then I got hungry, so I went down to the store that I know, was open 24 hours. When I got down there, there was a guy outside locking
0: it up. He said, sorry, we closed. I said, what do you mean he closed? The science is open 24 hours. He said, Not in a row. We
2: got to get out of this place. Get this the last thing we ever do.
0: We got to get out of this place. Girl, there's a better life for me and you.
3: All right, I wanted to. Um mention um i think i've just one left here that i wanted to comment on that make sure i don't overlook anyone that and that's uh monty hecker at elite universal security i drive by his business a couple times a day now because i drive out that road to drop off my friends my afghan friends working in the grapevine industry and um So I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a drive-by on the drive-by specialist. That's the uh, security guys, security guys. So they're out there on Feather River Boulevard where they've been for many, many years. I, I'm so old that I remember what that property was like before they took it over. It was a big old geranium nursery and they bought it. And then they've expanded all over Northern California. So if you're listening to me from another county, and you wonder I wonder if they do work up here. I'd give them a call and I'm going to give you their number. Make it really easy for you. You don't have to like duck duck go it. Which I use instead of Google, which is far superior and it doesn't censor you duck duck go. It doesn't censor your search. You can go to 530-749-0280. 7490280 called Elite Universal Security and they do all kinds of security. They, they help government buildings stay secure. They help farms, residences, businesses. They do brainstorming on how to create a secure environment for your life. They help keep your stuff your stuff. They also do, if you want to pack a weapon in case you want to shoot somebody, they'll help you do that legally. I don't believe in concealed weapon permits, but a lot of people go along with it because they don't want to get arrested and elite universal security will help you get it. They'll help you train you so you can pass the test and they will help you go to the, they have their own range. Doug will take you out the range and help you shoot that gun, teach you how to use it. And they'll help you do a lot of other things as well. Use tasers, use all the chemical sprays to protect yourself. So you, somebody might've bought you some for Christmas or for a birthday, but you've never tried it. So you might want to, Get some practice and don't like squirt yourself in the face. So, Elite Universal Security, 5548 Featherer Boulevard, but most of you will just be dialing them up. So, if you need a job, there's a couple websites: eliteuniversalsecurity.com, and then also uh, uh, api-academy.com is their schooling site a website. But they'll, some of the classes you might be able to do online, but others you have to do in Poison. So, uh, but even if you want to, a lot of my friends, I, I ran into a friend from high school. I was going to the Yuba County Courthouse and and my friend from high school, he was a couple of years behind me. I used to run with his older brother and I saw him there. He looked just exactly the same way as when I saw him the last time in high school. And I said, what are you doing here? Because he used to be a delivery guy. And uh, he said, oh, I retired from that. And he said, I, I retired and I was just bored to death. So I'm going I'm doing some guard work. So if you want a part-time job, male, female, we got you coming and going. They you put you to work. You might want to make a little extra money to pay for this $100 a gallon gas, right? 530-749-0280, they'll put you to work. Now, all, most of these guys that I mentioned today, Thrifty Rooter, Plumbing Doctor, uh, they're all looking for workers, and they will train you. And same way with uh, Monty Hecker at Elite Universal Security. And uh, it's good work. In fact, I ran into a guy the other day. I was going in the uh, the county, uh, Yuba County building, to the county clerk's office, and uh, there's a guy in there that goes to the training zone with me all the time, and he was in there working as a guard, so uh, helping you make sure you're not packing going into the county building. So all right, I wanted to. uh, We've got plenty of time here. We're into our we're into our sixth sixth segment. And, uh, you know, more and more people are are just finally uh, coming clean on this uh, COVID thing. And some are whistleblowers uh, against the government. And, because of course, the government is trying to undermine them. Some are whistleblowers against the drug companies. Some are whistleblowers against the military. Uh, I just had a friend who got out of prison, and he said, Lou, in prison, if you wouldn't take the shot— they put you in the hole. Isn't that amazing? That was the first time I've heard that. They would lock you up in the hole. If you, you said, I don't want the shot. You did not have freedom to take the shot or not in, in prison. They put you in the hole. So uh, this is an interesting article. Um, it It's what should be said. But it's not said by a lot of people because they think more of money than they do the truth says a senior epidemiologist has publicly apologized to his daughter's generation for failing to more strenuously oppose morally wrong COVID, this is his his words, morally wrong COVID lockdown measures, such as school closures that cause massive damage to children. You think Dr. Mangala Fong Liu locally has taken any responsibility? Nothing. In fact, I saw a video of hers. I'm going to make a list of all the crazy things she said over the last couple of years. She said in this one video, there's nothing we can do for you for COVID until you get really bad. And she says hydroxychloroquine and these things are, are not uh, tested and are not proved to be valid or supplements either. She ran off. She wouldn't bring up D, D3, zinc. Three, uh, I mean, c quercetin, nothing. That no, supplements are useless, uh, and the uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, useless. Just go home. And she said, uh, try to cut down on your stress. Now, I want you to just think about it. only people that make three hundred thousand dollars a year and can stay at the Hampton Inn free of charge uh, can say. Cut down on your stress. You just lost your business. You may have lost your family. Your kid's out of school. Your kid may have tried to kill himself. Your kid's on drugs because he got kicked because he can't go to school. You lost. You can't go to work. You can't make any money. You got house payments and you're not supposed to have any stress. That's what our health doctor is, is advising. Do you need to get rid of your stress? Do yoga. She said one deal. She said, I do yoga. I said, well, good, good on you, baby. Good on you, baby. You got the time to do yoga and all these other people are broke. So he says a stunning omission here was made by Professor Mark Woolhouse, who revealed to Sky News. That's an, a great Australian news organization that he was told to correct his views about COVID after he criticized doomsday COVID models. You see that they cancel culture. You Edinburgh university academic said plain common sense. That's his words in quote was a casualty. Common sense was a casualty of lockdown. This, 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 uh, babe that, that is our, our officer health death officer. I call her this gal's got zero common sense. What she has got is communist sense. And that means just do what you're told, baby. That's fine for military, but when you're claiming to be a health officer, that don't work. But we have 10 guys with no nuts in the two supervisors that cannot fire her because she's really got them by the short hairs. The Edinburgh, he says, common sense was a casualty of lockdown and his daughter's generation has been so badly served by my generation, he said decrying harmful lockdown measures such as closing schools is morally wrong. Woolhouse said he was told to say silent when he questioned implausible grass presented by chief science advisor, Sir Patrick Valance that said COVID cases would exponentially double. Woolhouse says if this projection had been extended for another week, we would be talking about 100,000 cases a day. Another month would have given us close to half a million per day. An exponential projection would give you any number you like if you run it long enough. When Woolhouse, author of a new book called The Year the World Went Mad, that might be a good book to put on your list to read, The, the Year the World Went Mad, officially lodged skepticism about the figures, he said his objections did not go down well with his co workers. After a flurry of emails, I was invited to correct. My comments, he says, suggesting someone high in government was behind the demand, Woolhouse asserted, quote, It wasn't my views that needed correcting, it was the projections. However, the situation played out for a second time when a new model in October 2020 predicted 4,000 deaths a day in the United Kingdom, despite the fact that the second wave was already beginning to slow down. The model it generated the 4,000 deaths a day was an outlier. All the other model projections gave much lower numbers. Woolhouse also revealed how the government knew people over 70 were 10. Listen, people, this is so devious. So de- we I know people I just got off the phone with a guy. <clears throat> I, I got guys from prison call me all the time. People from jail call me all the time. <clears throat> we got this guy locked up because he's a drug addict. <clears throat> The real, the real criminals. I'm talking about the real serious criminals are at the high end of these governments and the cabal of the Gates cabal, Klaus Schwab cabal. All these criminals. Fauci, the new gal, the new head of the CDC. Woolhouse Wal, also revealed how the government knew people knew that people over 70 years of age were 10,000 times more likely to die from covid than those under 15 years of age then why do we close the schools people why 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 they knew woolhouse this guy is a top epidemiologist in the united kingdom and he said our government knew behind the scenes that people over 70 were the vulnerable ones and why did we protect them why do we put them into rest homes and mix them up with all the other population if they were truly ill but they deliberately pursued policies that didn't take this into account, and they harmed our very youngest children. How dare we do that? You know, it's interesting to me. I would love, the, love these things Jesus said. He said, if you dare to trouble one of these little ones, it would be better that you have a millstone tied around your neck and tossed you into a lake. I pray that these people get what they deserve. They have jerked around millions of children that that are just so vulnerable and pawns in the game. They have no power to control or to get up and leave or tell people to blow it off or whatever. He said, we knew that people over 70 were 10,000 times more likely to die from COVID or with COVID. Woolhouse's comments would have normally made for a banner headline in any normal news story, but because all these news Outlets were paid off by the United States government and the British government. They lied to the people. How could you ever believe the medical profession again? How could you ever believe the media again? How could you ever believe the president of the United States again, or the head of the centers for disease control, like Walensky, the lying gal? It's, it's just uh, the head of the world health organization, the head of the, National Health Institute, Fauci and his wife, all liars. They're all criminals. They're liars. Millions of people are going to die from this. This article goes on to say, this serves as another reminder that the war in Ukraine has completely obliterated the harm caused by lockdown from the news. In other words it's distracted people this whole thing did you notice as as one of the gals that in our clips she mentions today what a coincidence just a few days before the the State of the Union message they they stop all mass isn't it interesting and just several months before the election. And then we have this war coincidentally happens just at the same time to distract from all the whistleblowers coming out and the lawsuits being filed. The culpability of countless top technocrats who imposed the lockdowns on the rest of us. I've met so many people that somebody tested positive, which the test was 90% flawed. And because somebody tested positive, they were not sick. They did not have symptoms. All they had was a DNA fragment from COVID in their system. But because they tested positive, Dr. Liu forced the rest of the employees to leave and go home. Complete idiocy. Mentally ill leaders. We're talking mental illness here we got guys like Dan Flores. By the way, Dan Flores is running again for office. Dan Flores is dishonest. He, he self-deals. He's got his hands in all kinds of county and governmental pots. He gets on a, a, a loan committee and tries to make himself a low-interest loan, even though it's against the law. But he says he's one of the brightest guys in town. But it's against the law to self-deal a low interest loan is supposed to go to help business. But since he's got a business, he got himself on the committee, then go, tries to make himself a self-interest loan. When he realizes he can't do it, he steps off the committee, become a citizen again, and try still tries to get the loan. And then the attorneys from the state of California have to tell him, dude, you got to be off the, uh, off the committee or the commission for a year. You know, it's the same way lobbyists, you know, it's the same way politicians, they quit being a politician, and then they want to go be a lobbyist. Well, there's limitations. You can't just walk across the street and join the firm. You've got to wait a period of time. It makes it look less obvious that you're trying to steal the money from the people, right? You're trying to pilfer from the people. Self-deal, it's called self-dealing. So thankfully, you know, some of these people, nobody even wants to run against them because it takes so much money and it's a big hassle. But there's a gal running against Flores named Courtney Ortega, who's a really sharp lady. She's a graduate of, uh, I think, University of Oregon. She's run her own businesses before. And she's uh, taking out papers to run against Dan Flores. She's a breath of fresh air. And she's honest. She's a good person. Courtney Ortega, she's running for office against Dan Flores, supervisor in Sutter County, who, who, by the way, had a chance to open up the county and remove all the masks, remove all the nonsense. And he, and some of his super, all he needed to do, he already had. He had Whitaker would have voted for it, and he had Ziegenmeyer would have voted for it. And he, and he, he told, he told, he, he shut the whole thing down. He could have opened up. He, Whitaker says, why don't we just open up the The community, again, we got all our COVID money. They call it their CARES money. It's right on. You can look at it on on the video. And Zickermeyer said, yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Agendize it and then vote on it. It's it's a discussion at the end of the meeting, a chit-chat. But it's in the public, public domain. It's just they got to put it on the agenda to vote. So instead of like Flores, I think, was the chairman at that time or at least he was outspoken. He said, well, I think we ought to turn it over to the uh, staff and let them come back with a a suggestion, right? I, I don't ever remember it ever coming back to the board for a vote either way. It died. That's how things die in government. They just kick it off to a committee or kick it off to staff, and it never gets brought back up again. That's Dan Flores, right? For some reason, he was benefiting from COVID. Isn't it interesting that that the uh, supervisors gave money to their favorite friends during COVID, but most people didn't get anything. They just got ripped off. They lost their entire business. I talked to one gal that had a entertain a kids entertainment business uh, where they could play indoor sports and stuff like that, and uh, obstacle courses and stuff, and. Uh, she and her husband both had separate businesses. But uh, because the, the community kept opening and closing and opening and closing and they scared the hell out of people so bad by Dr. Mengele, doctor of death, Dr. Liu, uh, they scared people so bad that even when the businesses like that came back open, they were afraid they're going to get COVID and die. They wouldn't send their kids to them. So they went bankrupt just because of the way we handled this. It reminded me of the last flood in 1996 or 97 flood. Gary Tyndall, the sheriff, the river was so high in Yuba County. He said, "Let's." He, he recommended the supervisors evacuate people right away. And they back then, the supervisors had to call on evacuations, not not the sheriff. And the supervisor was political, right? But it takes a long time to move 100 head of cattle or goats or sheep or horses or whatever. It's a big deal to move all those herds out and the supervisor didn't want to make people angry. Instead, what happened was they said, no, we're not going to evacuate. Now the levee broke and drowned a bunch of people. Do you think the supervisors were held responsible? No. You know who was held responsible? Gary Tyndall and was voted out of office. And, but it was him who wanted to save all the lives of the animals and, and get people's as many of people's assets out of, uh, out of harm's way. But the supervisors who can't find their rear with both hands said no. And do you think they ever stood responsible or apologized to anybody? No, they just walked away, stuck their head, stuck their head in the sand. Uh, We're done for today. Uh, We made it all six segments. So if you want to listen to the show, we'll be back on 10 to 1 on Saturday morning. Uh, I hope you have a good week. It's intense out there. Stand up for what you believe You might want to check into this Founders book I didn't look it up for you like I said But if uh, I'll, I'll mention it Saturday If you want to catch catch us back Or you can text me Text me your uh, number Or your name at 530 1838 I'm going to get a copy of it And uh, I'll let you know what's shaking Catch you later I see
2: trees Of green Red rose I see them bloom for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world I see skies are blue and clouds of white the bright blessed the dark, sacred night, and I think to myself
8: What a wonder.